I'm so glad you could tune into church tonight. Um, as Ms. said, I'm Cree, and I don't know how you've been doing church for the past few weeks, but um, I've been enjoying church in my hammock. So this is a little strange tonight, um, and I'm not in, like, pyjamas as well. So that's great. Um, so it's nice to be back in church for me. Um, it's incredibly weird having you on the other side of the camera, so you'll just have to bear with us. Um, but help me out here with some interaction. I'm sure that you're all at home eating dinner right now. So if you want to tell me what you're eating um, on the comments, look, I think that would make for a fun evening, um, whether it's spaghetti on toast or something gourmet, um, that would be fun. Um, let's pray. Let's start tonight by praying. All right, dear Lord Jesus, um, I thank you that you are here with us tonight, um, no matter where we are. And Lord, I just pray that you'll speak to us and that you'll guide our hearts, Lord Jesus, and that if there's something that myself, Donna or TK can say tonight that will resonate with someone, um, Lord, I just pray that Holy Spirit, that you would come and you would move um, tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so um, when James and Mez asked me to talk tonight on the topic of honour, I'm going to admit that I was like, um, I've got nothing. I'm out. Um, it's not a word that's been on my mind recently. Um, and so I had to look more closely at it. Um, I guess there's the honour that comes very naturally. So that's the honour that you don't really need to pay much attention to. Um, and then there's the honour that there are people in your life that you don't in particularly enjoy hanging out with um, and you have to be more conscious and more intentional with that decision to honour them. So, before I begin this, I just want to say that honouring is not allowing or saying yes to any kind of abuse, emotional, physical, whatever. Um, that's not okay. So, please don't take anything I say as be a doormat because that's not my intention. Okay, so my first point tonight is honour when it's hard. Um, so I'm going to start off with a small story of what, what honour has looked like in my family. Um, so my parents felt called into full-time missions ministry when I was a kid. They sold the dairy farm they owned in Victoria. They left their close-knit family, community they'd known their whole lives and they moved. And it was a pretty major step for them to do that. Um, they were sure that they'd heard from God and that they were stepping out in faith um, to what God had called them to do. So after 12 months of living in Alice, um, they were expecting to be told that they'd, you know, passed their training, they're ready to move to PNG and we were going to be real missionaries. Um, but instead, they were asked to leave the organisation and were essentially terminated. So... I was chatting to my mum about this the other day um, and I was six at the time, so I don't really remember it. But obviously, um, yes, I don't have many details of it at the time and I don't really know how they processed it. So I was having a really good chat to mum about this. Um, and, you know, as they questioned, had they heard from God, what the heck was happening um, and where did God actually fit in this? Um, not to mention the anger, the hurt, the pain and the frustration brought on Blake by the fair, unfair dismissal. So um, after praying about it, they actually felt God lead them to this verse. Um, so it comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. Um, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation tonight. So obey your spiritual leaders and recognise their authority. 
For they keep watch over your soul without resting, since they will have to give an account to God for their work. So it will benefit you when you make their work a pleasure and not a heavy burden. So that's an interesting verse for them to come across during this time because they did not want to honour them, no doubt, um, but they just felt God give that to them. So after wrestling with this for a time, um, my parents felt that God wanted them to honour the people that were in leadership over them and the decisions they had made because God held them accountable and not them. So even though it was really crappy. Um, so I don't want to make it seem like this was an easy decision for them, um, but it was definitely an act of surrender to God for events that were outside of their control. Um, shortly after that, circumstances changed and they were asked to stay on. And so they ended up spending 10 years in ministry here and it was clear that this was the path that God had for them. Um, the struggle is real, but God wants to hand that struggle over to him when honour gets hard. We actually can't do it in our own strength. I think it's very healthy and normal for people to struggle in this. Um, I know for my parents, um, it wasn't just people that had let them down, but in this case, it was a Christian organisation. And sometimes we think they should be more perfect and not they're not fallible because they're Christian. So we like hold them in high esteem. And sometimes that's worse, I think. But we do get hurt People hurt us, life hurts us, and circumstances hurt us. And like, it's so true. So take it to God. Give him your hurt and pain. His shoulders are more than big enough to take it because he took it to the cross for us. Um, My second point tonight is honour equals value. Um, I'm just going to start with a scripture. So 1 Peter chapter 7, uh, chapter 2 verse 17, sorry. So it says, recognize the value of every person and continually show love to every believer. Live your lives with great reverence and in holy awe awe of God. Honor your rulers. Okay, so this verse is personally a major challenge to me, like daily. Um, I've had a few minor incidents this year at work um, that have resulted in a few uncomfortable moments in management um, office. And while I stand by my viewpoint of my personal opinion of what's happened, um, I know in hindsight that the way I approach these conversations could have been more respectful and tactful, which is definitely where the honour part comes into play. Um, And like the reason I'm showing this is because I totally don't have it all together and it's something that I'm currently dealing with. But this verse has reminded me that my heart is not honouring the leadership that has been put before me. And above all, that is more important than the sometimes trivial issues that are going on um, that upset me. So I love the way this verse talks about intentionally recognising the value in others when you don't see it and you have to actually ask God for it. So whether this comes easily to you or not, every person has value regardless of their annoying status. Sometimes it's about taking your heart to God, knowing that you can't change it without his help. Uh, My prayer this year has been for God to highlight the value of others, knowing that he needs to move in my heart first for this to happen. So, as I wrap this up, um, my prayer is that this might resonate with someone tonight um, and that you'd have a chat with God and that he would move in your heart to move in your circumstance. 
Um, and that above all, he would give you a piece that he's got it covered. Um, so, thanks for listening. I am now going to pass on to the awesome Donna. And remember to comment because apparently TK is going to be dancing or something later on. So, we need like a hundred comments. I'm not sure, but I'd like to see that personally. So, thanks. Hello, good evening, happy Sunday. I can confirm TK will dance if there are a hundred comments. So for anyone that doesn't know me, I'm Donna. Um, I'm originally a Sydney girl, but I've been in Alice for just over four years now. Um, I'm a speech path at the hospital. And as a quick summary about my life, I'm very passionate about cake, dogs and sunsets. Um, I'm a mother to a puppy called Ted. So this is actually my first Mother's Day, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, so I hope everyone's keeping safe at home and you're enjoying watching church in your pyjamas. Um, so I thought for tonight I'd put a title on my message just to make it feel a little bit more legit. Um, and the title is, Honouring Often Looks Like Trust and It Can Come at a Cost. So I'm going to read Luke um, Luke 1, verses 26 to 38, um, and it is about the birth of Jesus. So, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the, Holy, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. So uh, this is my favorite chapter of the entire Bible. Um, Mary had incredible faith and her faith was so honorable. Um, I think a couple of people have heard me talk about Mary and her faith before um, because I love her a lot. Um, so uh, Mary's faith and how honorable she was is so clear in her response to Gabriel when she was told she would birth the son of God. She said, but how will it be since I'm a virgin? So I love this response because she's asking a question of pure logistics. She doesn't spiral into a, but why me? This is terrible and scary. I don't want to. No, please no. Um, she asks a pretty reasonable question. Um, and then she says, I'm the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. So I find that absolutely astounding and so inspiring. And I often think, like, how often do we respond like Mary? 
in stressful and life in a stressful and life altering moment, would you say, I am the Lord's servant, may your word to me be fulfilled? Um, I often wish that I would, but more often than not, I, I truly don't know whether those would be the words that would come out of my mouth. Um, yeah, and it makes me think that like we may want to be refined, but are we really willing to say yes to God and walk through the potential discomfort? So Mary didn't have assurance of a comfortable outcome. So the only assurance she had was God's word, and that was enough for her to have faith and to honour him. So in 1 Peter 1, verses 6 and 7, Peter says, In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the, so that the proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So God often asks us for our trust in difficult, uncomfortable, and seemingly impossible situations. But are we willing to trust and honor him despite the cost? So back to Mary. At that time in Galilee, many people would have said that Mary was bringing dishonor on herself, on Joseph, both of their families and their communities. And society would have said that this dishonor was gonna go on for generations and generations. They, they would have thought, whoa, like she has really, really messed up. So in her nine, month long, nine long months of pregnancy, and to the women out there who have gone through this, I salute you, um, it's unimaginable the heartache she would have felt. Honoring God came at such a cost to her. But Mary stayed true to God and honoured his grace and his goodness. And the outcome was obviously truly incredible, the birth of Jesus, the son of God and the saviour of humanity. She couldn't possibly have understood everything that came on the other side of her response to God, but she honoured his word. And as a result, God brought Jesus to the world through Mary, offering us forgiveness for our sins and mending the relationship between us and God. It's a pretty epic reward for her honourable trust and faith. So this week, while reflecting on this topic, I've been really convicted with the thought of how many epic world-changing opportunities have I bypassed by not giving God a resounding yes like Mary did in a challenging time. So I wanted to end with these three reflection points to think about this week. Um, so I encourage you to maybe set aside some time to process through these and really think deeply about your responses. The first one is, what would your life look like if you had faith like Mary's and a willingness to honour God? The second one is, what if honouring God cost you your reputation? Would you falter? And number three is, what if honouring God meant that your community looked at you with dishonour and shame? Would you still trust God like Mary did? So I've been praying a prayer every day for God to help me to have faith like Mary's, to help me to not worry about what the world thinks of my faith and for God to guide me to honour him, his word and his voice in challenging times. So I guess I just want to finish by encouraging everyone to pray that prayer too. Ask God to help you have faith like Mary's because he's able and he's willing to answer your prayers. So I'm going to hand over to TK. Um, and don't forget to keep those comments coming. <laughs> wow. Um, 
What an amazing um, couple of words from Kristen and, um, and Donna. I'd like to start off by saying, I don't know who this TK guy is. My name is Takudzwa. Um, so <laughs> keep those comments coming, because Takudzwa is definitely here. Um, man, um, what an honor to be able to um, come to you guys tonight and, um, and share a little bit of um, this word on honoring. Um, it's, let me just get my notes. Yes, um, it's amazing what God does because we, um, none of us actually kind of prepared together, but it's amazing how uh, when God wants to share something, that message just sinks. Um, today, um, I just want to start off because I kind of wanted to kind of scale it back a little bit and to what is honor? You know, um, honor, we've been talking about it today, honoring our mothers, honoring God. And the definition for honor is great esteem and high respect. And when I started to prepare the word, I started to kind of try to find biblical definitions of what honoring God is. And, and the words that I um, found were, um, you know, to make heavy, to weigh down, to carry weight. Now, as I started to reflect on honor, I started to, these words started and, and terms started to reflect a little bit to me. And, and I found myself coming to the conclusion that, you know, um, if we marry up great respect and high esteem, and then we marry that up with God and our loved ones and everyone else, um, we, I came to the conclusion that when we honor God, His Word weighs us down regardless of what circumstance, regardless of what anyone else is telling us. So when I, that's, that's what resonated with me when I, was, when I was reading the word and trying to find a word that, that made sense that went along with this word called honor. So today, if you can open our Bibles, I went old school on, um, on you guys today. Um, I brought my Bible and opened up the word Matthew 15, verse 8. Just to give you a bit of context, this word um, was Jesus having a chat to the Pharisees, and he happened to quote Isaiah. So um, Matthew 15, verse 8 says, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Now, whose words hold weight in our lives? That is the first question that I started to ask myself. Whose words hold weight in our lives? Now, today is Mother's Day. I don't know if you guys have met my mother. I have an awesome mom. She's short, woman of God. And every time I um, was preparing for this word, I was thinking, when I honor my mother's word, when I honor her words, you know, they, they carry weight within my life. So if she's advising me, if she's giving me knowledge, I respect her and I love her, and that holds weight within my life. So I ask you again, and this, this kept... This kept ringing uh, in my head. Who carries, whose words um, influence you? Whose words carry weight in your life? You know, who's, if God has placed people in your life, whether it may be your, you know, your wife, your friends, your pastors, and everyone else, do those people's words should carry weight in your life? Do you listen to your um, colleague down the street, or do you listen to, 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 to the Word of God? Do you listen to your wife? Do you listen to your friends? Do you listen to your husband? Um, you know, the people we say we love, you know, when we, 
when we scale it back and we, we're talking about honor, you know, to, to, to love someone is, um, if love is your motive, then honor should be your objective. You cannot love someone if you do not honor them. So do we love God? If we love God, we should honor him. We should be honoring his word. We should have our lives in line with his word. Our lives should aspire to be parallel with his word, not go against his word. So honor has to be there for love to be anything. That's another conclusion I came to. You know, am I willing to honor God? And in that, am I willing to honor my family? Am I honored to willing? Am I willing to honor my wife, uh, my husband, my family, my church, my brother, my sister? Um, we need, um, as I was reflecting and I was, I was having a think and so many thoughts were coming into my head, I started to think a lot about, this is about action, you know, um, and this verse that we, we, we read, it says, these people honor me with their lips. I started to think, in my day-to-day -day life, do I honor people with um, my lips? Do I love people with my lips? Do I do um, live my life just as a statement, or am I really walking it? You know, am I honoring God? If if I say I love my wife, am I really honoring my wife? If I say I love my brother, am I really honoring my brother? You know, these are the questions that started to come into my head, and it started to challenge how I was um, thinking. You know. We've all, we all work in different environments. We all are blessed to be in the positions we are to have jobs in this very challenging time. And in my own personal walk and my own personal experience, I'm in, a, um, I'm in a role that requires me to be a bit stern. Now, am I, <laughs> am I, am I doing that with the love of Christ? You know, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's something that really started to challenge me because I found myself really just using my lips and saying all these things, and, but not really living it. And I found myself continuously hitting a wall, hitting a brick wall, you know? So, and it and started to affect my relationship with Jesus. And I realized something. And um, this, some people might also agree with me, as um, our relationships, you know, our relationships within our workplaces, our marriages, our families, and everything else. How can I honor God if I cannot honor my wife, if I cannot honor my friend, if I cannot honor my sister, if I cannot honor my husband? This relationship with God won't work if I can't do this, because I can't see God, but I can see John. I can see Kate. I can see Hazel. That's my wife. I can see Hannah. I can see Miz. I can see James. I have to be able to honor them because God has placed these people in my life. So I have to be able to honor and love these people. And like I said, if love is the motive, honor is the objective. So honoring God is listening and believing his word completely. It's obedience with love. You know, um, looking at it today, um, I love my mother, but how much weight, like again, how much weight do her words carry in my life? I listen to her. You know, it's the same thing with God. You know, we, like I said, we love Jesus. I love Jesus. 
And I kept asking myself this at work. How much weight does his word carry in my life? The word says, bless those who curse you. But for, for myself, I found myself saying, if it's not convenient, and if, it's, and if it doesn't add, come at a cost, I didn't want to do it. Meaning I was not honoring God. I was not loving God. If we only do what he, if we only, sorry, do what he says, if we only do what we say, when it is convenient and there is no cost, there will never be honor. You know, um, we really need to honor God with our obedience, um, honor God with our family members, honor each other as the word of God says. So you might be um, looking at your screens wondering, well, brother, Takudzwa, not TK, how, how, then, how then do I honor God? How, yeah, sure thing. How do I get to that level of um, really understanding and, and, and getting to that level where I'm growing in my relationships and, and my love and honor is growing? Um, simplest answer I can give you that Pastor Ben and all our leaders in um, Kristen and Donna touched on it. They started off reading the word of God is by reading this. The more I get into this, the more I see my life changing. And the less I stop reading this, the more challenges I come across. Now, it's never going to be smooth sailing. But if we say we want to honor God, if we say we love God, if we want to honor each other, our family members, our wives, our husbands, our sisters, our friends within the church and also outside, it starts with reading the word of God. Now, um, I will end this with a prayer, not a dance, <laughs> because that's TK's coming. Um, <laughs> so, how about we bow our heads, um, and I'll say a prayer to end it off. Father God, we just come before you this evening. Lord, we thank you for the words that we heard that were shared here on this stage. Father, we just pray. That let, those, let these words not just um, come into our heads and then leave. We pray, Lord Jesus, that these words go straight to our heart. Father, we pray that you nurture these words, Lord Jesus, and we hold on to them, Father God. We hold on to them and we use them daily, Lord Jesus. We pray that they renew our hearts, they renew our minds, Lord Jesus. Father, we pray this evening as we go to sleep as we go into our work weeks father jesus let us practice your word let us be a church and a family that does your word lord jesus not just says it not just hears it and puts it on podcasts and keeps moving but lord jesus let us be a church and a family that practices father jesus we plead the blood of jesus on each and every single one of us this evening those are at home those are in different parts of the world we just pray for their safety lord jesus we pray for our community and father god i just want to pray once again lord jesus for anyone out there who's hurting father we just pray that you be with them this evening. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.